disguised in the business of toppling governments. Stop them and become the hero you were born to be. The Ant-Man. Sure, yeah, why not? Now, when you're small, you're like a bullet. You have superhuman strength. I'm getting the hang of this. And these are your greatest allies. Go get him, buddy! All right, please don't drop me. That's so cool, bro! Good, right? <laughs> yeah! On July 17th, I'm the future of war. Big heroes. Really? I'm Ant-Man. Start small, Ant-Man. What, you haven't heard of me? Marvel's Ant-Man. Are we the good guys? Yeah. Feels kind of weird, you know? Everywhere July 17th. Well, hey, folks, it's Rico, and today is July... What is it? <laughs> the 19th. Uh, 2015. This will be podcast 547, and uh, I am going to do a show this week. I just got back yesterday from Germany from being over there in, uh, for a week, and we were going to have a, another spe special uh, guest cast this week, but that's not quite ready. So I am here, going to talk uh, uh, kind of casually since I'm a little jet lag still. Talk a little, maybe a little bit about my trip and mostly the show. Though I decided uh, I was thinking about this on the flight and back. I think I'm going to do a show and kind of comment about all the cool news and information that came out of San Diego Comic Con about a week ago, a little more than a week ago or so. And we'll talk about that and some other things as well. But uh, there were so many neat things that came out of that uh, con, really great stuff this year. So I will talk about that and a few other little things today on uh, Treks in Sci-Fi. What you heard there at the very beginning was, of course, one of the uh, TV ad spots for the new Marvel movie Ant-Man because it's been a couple of months and we haven't had a new Marvel movie, right? Come on. Yeah, it looks fun. I haven't had a chance to see it yet since I uh, was away. I'm going to try to go maybe tomorrow even. I'm not sure yet, but soon, very soon, because I think it looks like a lot of fun. But um, hey, let's get going with the show. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the men in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the Futurist of War. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's drink flows from the Force. But beware of the dark side. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. This is a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is uh, Rachel, and you're listening to Tracks and Sci-Fi. Well, again, welcome to this week's podcast, everyone. I am Rico, and I am apologizing in advance if I 
either sound a little funny, sound a little tired, say things that are a little weird or off or, or, or get confused easily. Uh, because like I said, I, I got back yesterday, uh, late afternoon from Germany. I was over there on business for about a week, but also we were able to fit in some fun and some seeing some sights uh, after hours and, and before hours and around hours and whatever we could jump out of the car and take a picture of something cool, we did it. So, hey, when you're in another country, but got a lot of work done too, and it was really fantastic. You know, I uh, one of the best things, I, you know, obviously uh, for those that know uh, me and know the show and have listened for quite a while uh, that uh, that with the previous jobs that I've had, but this one especially that I have currently. And I work in the automotive coatings field, and this allows me to to travel to other places. Uh, I've been to China, Taiwan, Germany, uh, Mexico, uh, you know, other places in the U.S., and it, it's really very cool to do that. I mean, I love seeing other things, meeting other people in other lands. I can't talk to any of them unless they speak English because I am totally lost when it comes to other languages. I know a few words in, in a few different languages, but that's about it. But fortunately, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, a colleague, Thomas, who works a, and lives in Germany, he's, he's from Germany, and he was with me pretty much the whole week and took me to different places you know he kind of planned a trip to to visit different automotive companies and things in in germany and tried to plan it around seeing different sites and of course this is not uh exactly geek talk but i i you know big thanks to him his girlfriend imka and met some other friends of his as well everyone was super nice super just so welcoming and great uh, you know it's that's the kind of stuff that makes me, you know, happy and, and to see that, you know, with, you know, we always talk about the science fiction future and the ideal future of Star Trek and, and all that. Well, it, you know, this is this is kind of getting us there, you know, having people from different lands, you know, meeting up. I mean, there's for people that don't get a chance to travel much, especially to other countries, it's just it's really kind of amazing still to me of how diverse you know just our little planet is it, it's just crazy and you know the language the foods the the architecture the you know that just i mean there are things in germany germany's obviously very uh, you know industrialized but there's still a lot of older things castles and place you know things hundreds and hundreds of years old uh, that are that are there as well you know alongside you know modern architecture modern, modern buildings modern cars on the road on the autobahn where they drive incredibly fast which i like to drive fast but you know what gets me always about that uh, there and and because of all the traffic you're zooming along at like you know i don't know 150 180 kilometers per hour and and then all of a sudden everyone's stopping so you then you just you 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 cut back down below even the speeds we would drive here in the u.s and then you do the whole pattern again and again and there are areas when you get out a little bit that you can zip along pretty pretty good and make some pretty good time but uh certainly around the bigger cities and things it gets very very congested just like anywhere i think with a big city a lot of people a lot of cars but really just had a, a wonderful time drank a lot of german beer <laughs> more than i usually drink that's for sure I, I'm not a big drinker as it is, and you know, but it, it, over there, there, there's like every time you, you're in like a new little region, it's like, oh, they have their own special beer for this little region and this region and that, and and that was fun. Uh, but 
yeah, it had a just a I can't say how how good a time and I put some photos up on my own Facebook page uh, and I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put together like a little music video of my trip like I I did before on a couple of other ones and just just so much fun it's just uh, I I almost hated to come back I mean I was happy to come home I was getting a little uh, worn worn out I mean we were we we're so busy we would get up early in the morning work 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 uh, you know all day and and then pretty much a quick trip to the hotel maybe a quick shower or something and then go out and do a bunch of stuff uh until the evening you know until it got dark and then kind of rinse repeat do the whole thing over again a lot of walking around a lot of seeing things which which hey when you're over there you just push yourself and you go as far and and do as much as you can i stayed in a lot of smaller hotels in little towns that uh, were were very uh i don't want to say the word quaint but but just nice because you're 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 there you're kind of living in 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 the 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 type of uh, you know places that they do they i i i hope that doesn't sound bad again i like i said at the beginning of the show remember i'm apologizing for my my lack of sleep and uh, although i I did pretty good with the jet lag thing you know i i've traveled a bit so i've kind of there's obviously ways you can adjust better than others like for example i left to go over there a week ago Saturday, left in the evening about 8 p.m., got to Germany. The time over there when I got there was around noon, I guess around lunchtime the next day. So, and I don't sleep on planes. I just basically just can't. I just don't. And it's about a nine-hour, eight-hour, nine-hour flight. So at that point, I had been up, you know, overnight till the next day. And I was a little tired, but I got back to the hotel. had a had a car ready or a car there at the airport to pick me up, and got to the hotel. Tried to lay down a little bit, but I didn't really sleep. I just it was more of a like relax, relax the body, relax the muscles, and, and and you know, sitting on a I'm a tall person, and sitting in an airplane seat for for eight or nine hours is is not comfortable for me, to say the least. So you know, and then rest up. And then uh, Thomas and his friends came by in the afternoon around 3 or so. We went out to this vineyard area, which was super nice. Everything, you know, I'm just going to say super nice, super nice, super nice. Uh, but but then you, you getting back to the jet lag point, uh, pretty much the, the trick, the best way to do it is to wherever you go, if you travel over the ocean to somewhere, is to push yourself so you can basically go to sleep when everyone else does try to stay awake whatever time of the day you get there until the till the at least the evening and then go to sleep because your body will naturally pretty much try to sleep that it's normal amount it doesn't really care what the clock is it does a little there's an internal you kind of have an internal clock but you know if you get six seven hours of sleep or whatever you get your body will when you go to sleep kind of give you that much so if you go to bed in the evening if you push yourself and then you don't wake up too many times, and you wake up, you know, in the morning again, you feel pretty good. And that first day, I actually did pretty good. I was feeling on Monday when we went to work uh, fairly adjusted. I, I, I think definitely, I mean, I was kind of tired the week just because we were so busy. But um, yesterday, so when I got back, the other end of it is I left Germany around, I think it was around lunchtime, 11, 30, 12, uh, during the day on Saturday. Got back to Michigan. This this is always weird, you know. You get back uh, because when you go from uh, east to west, you sort of gain time in a way, a uh, little time travel thing. So I got it actually back to Michigan at about three in the afternoon. You know, a, a, what seems to be a quick three-hour flight, even though it was actually a nine-hour flight because there's a six-hour time difference. Do you have all that, 
<laughs> so so yeah so yesterday wasn't too bad so i got home around you know a little before dinner time had a little meal tried to stay up a bit to about eight or nine i think i went to bed around nine but then again i woke up about three in the morning last night or this morning and really didn't get much back to sleep i kind of tossed a bit for the next couple of hours so feeling a little tired uh, but uh, but anyway again I, I completely urge anyone, you know, please, you know, go out, travel, see the world, see the country, see other places. It, it's uh, anytime you get a chance to do that, do it. Um, just don't wait. The um, couple other things related to that on the on the ride back on the airplane, there was a whole school trip. A bunch of uh, people, uh, kids, high school kids from Oregon, they were on a big trip in Europe for music they actually are it was a band and boy I thought I it was a pain to check luggage but they had to check all their instruments so there was a bunch of them on the plane that was kind of fun they all cheered when we finally landed back here in Detroit although they then had a layover I was talking to one of them who was sitting next to me and they had a layover and and they were actually going back to Oregon that's where they were from so they had a layover they come back fly from Frankfurt Germany to Detroit Michigan then had a four-hour layover here and then got on a plane to go to Oregon, which is probably another, I don't know, three, four-hour flight or something like that, probably four. Uh, so, yeah, long, long day, double double the travel time that I had even, probably more like feeling like if I would have gone to China, So, which I'm probably going to go to China again sometime, maybe later this year. We'll see. Uh, so, anyway, that's all my travel plans. I hope that you guys found that interesting um, to bring it back, you know, related to the geek thing. I mean, there's just, uh, you know, it'd be great to visit other planets, but, uh, boy, you know, you go to some of these countries and, and sometimes you feel like you're on another planet. They all speak, uh, speak differently. Sometimes they look a little different. Uh, but, uh, but it, it is, uh, fantastic. Oh, one word of advice to Germany. <laughs> Stop smoking so much, you guys. It's, it's, it's bad for you. But uh, yeah, we ate we ate di- uh, dinner usually out in these outdoor beer gardens, and uh, quite a few people like to still smoke over there. And uh, you know, it's pretty much like banned everywhere in the U.S. these days. And so that was a little wasn't really actually that bad most of the time because you were outside unless they were sitting right next to you. Uh, but but again, uh, fantastic trip. Had so much fun. Going to put some photos up and, and have been doing that. Uh, Flickr. I've got a. a, a page there although i haven't put anything pictures from my recent trips up there i need to do more of that but uh again thanks uh germany thanks thomas and your friends for making me feel so welcome or welcome i don't know how you say it and how do you say that in german i don't know i'm gonna take a short break i'll come back and we'll get into what i really want to talk about mainly is uh san diego comic con and uh the cool stuff that happened there around a week ago Do you remember playing great PC games like King's Quest, Command & Conquer, and X-Wing? Do you remember spending hours tweaking your config sys and autoexec bat files to eke out just one more K of conventional memory? If you do, then you may be interested in my show, The Upper Memory Block. Every two weeks we talk in-depth about a game, game series, company, or technology from the DOS and pre-Windows XP gaming era. We'll discuss the story, gameplay, and technology of the games of the time. But more importantly, we're going to focus on what made each game special, interesting stories from their development, and how they shaped what PC gaming is today. If you remember gaming in the late 80s and early 90s, or you're interested in finding out more about it, come join your host Joe in the Upper Memory Block. That's the Upper Memory Block podcast at umbcast.com, or find it on iTunes. 
All right, so San Diego Comic-Con, the Comic-Con of all Comic-Cons, the one that I've never managed to get to yet, yet, and it happened uh, over the week of, I guess it was roughly from the 8th or the 9th, whatever day, I never remember what day it starts on, they have like preview day and the public day, but like the 8th, 9th of July through the weekend, through the 12th uh, last weekend, so Lots of cool stuff came out of that. We got some footage from uh, different different things. I'm going to probably play some clips here in, in a couple of minutes to uh, to recap some of that, although a lot of it's visual, uh, but it'll also just kind of give you a feel for it. And if you haven't seen some of this stuff yet, uh, just you know go check it out. I, I don't think there's really any spoilers per se in any of this. I mean, I guess if you're somebody who doesn't like or doesn't want to watch movie trailers, uh, then... It is, uh, you know, maybe avoid that, I guess, if that really bothers you. Although I think most of these things are pretty well known. But uh, so the big one, uh, the really big thing that happened, you know, they had somebody had said officially that we would not get a new Star Wars The Force Awakens uh, trailer, which to me, there was not really a surprise. I didn't really think we would get that. I think J.J. Abrams is being very careful and very methodical and doesn't want to release too much too soon like a lot of movies do um, I've mentioned recently you know I saw that Terminator Genesis movie and it was a fun movie but man they they just totally showed way too much in the trailers there's just no question you could have done a much more interesting and more uh, fun not fun but um, I, I guess you know leave leave them wanting more leave you know don't don't show everything just give you people little little bits here and there i know some movies think that they got to show all the big stuff to to pull people in and say wow that looks spectacular i should go see that well then you get to the movie and it's like oh look it it is spectacular because i already saw it all in the trailers so on the opposite end is is what jj's doing he did this with trek a little bit but then, you know, eventually he, 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 you know, lightened up on, you know, showing, you know, when you get closer to the movie release, he'll, we'll see more. I, who knows when we're going to get a real, I mean, gosh, we haven't even seen uh, Luke, basically, right? We saw, like, his hand, maybe, if that's what it was in that one spot. But, and we really haven't even seen uh, Leia, although the, I'm going to play this clip for you in a minute. You won't hear her speak, but there's a quick flash. Uh, what they did do, so anyway, they go back to what I said about they, they had said that they weren't going to have a new trailer for uh, the next Star Wars film, but but the panel, the big panel with all the cast and J.J. Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy, and all the rest, uh, and everyone was there, basically. The new actors, the the, the original trilogy stars, uh, they were all there. Even Harrison Ford was there, who, who seldom does these things, and had some very nice things to say, actually. He seems very sincere and humble about, you know, thanking, you know, what, you know, basically basically saying that his career, you know, Star Wars really made his career and started him off. And uh, he's grateful for that and, and said that how much of a fun time and, 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 and great time he had with uh, doing this new film. So so that was great to hear. He seemed very, uh, very genuinely happy about it all. But this, uh, so what they did do instead of, which I just think was just a perfect way of doing it, they showed us, uh, it's about three minutes of behind-the-scenes footage. So you get these quick flashes of a, a few scenes from the movie, some behind-the-scenes discussion, some of the behind-the-scenes uh, going on, goings-ons, whatever, uh, of making the film. 
And what it is, it's like you're looking through sort of like a little peephole and, and getting just little bits of, of what the movie might be like and getting little, you know, just as little snippets of, of stuff. And it just really makes you like, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I have a lot of, I have a feeling a lot of people listening to the podcast, it just really whets your appetite for more. It just makes you very excited. It's just like the little teaser trailers that they've done so far get you very excited. They don't show too much. We kind of, you know, are having to piece things together. It gives us a chance to talk about it and, and just, just really such a great feeling from watching this uh, and just put a big smile on my face. It, it was funny, you know, I was getting ready for my, uh, for my trip to, to Germany and all this stuff was like all of a sudden exploding like all over the internet. Oh, there's this behind the scenes Star Wars stuff. Oh, look, here's a Batman a Superman trailer. Oh, look, here's, here's the new uh, thing from the Evil Dead TV show. And uh, like it, it was just all over the place. All You know, there's a whole pile of uh, info. So that's why I thought uh, I had, a you know, I think a, a fun idea, a good idea to make this kind of a probably a little shorter podcast in a, in a easier one and a fun one to do and talk about Comic-Con. So. Without any further ado, let me play that. Uh, I think there's some things here worth uh, listening to on the audio end of it. So here is the behind-the-scenes Star Wars Comic-Con footage that was uh, shown at uh, this year's San Diego Comic-Con a little more than a week ago to all the, all the fans at the Star Wars panel. sets, practical effects. You've been here, but you don't know this story. Nothing's changed, really. I mean, everything's changed, but nothing's changed. That's the way you want it to be, really. To see the way the technology has evolved, and yet keeping one foot in the pre-digital world. It couldn't be more exciting. It's still surreal. We are here on day one of Star Wars Episode Seven. Yeah, yeah. How incredible is that? I can die now. All right. My whole life has led to this moment. I think we've worn the suit out probably quicker than we expected because every time you meet someone, they just want to hug you. Getting back to the old days, the old ways of doing things. JJ's trying to make sure these movies have a physicality to them. We truly are out in a desert, a real desert. Star Wars. I'd burn for Star Wars. <laughs> and I'm just going to bring this character to life. You don't get to build an X-Wing every day or a Millennium Falcon. Every day I come to work smiling. Energy and action! You have to pause, take a breath, slow down, and really not freak out. 
I was in the same room as all these legends and with all these new people who I'm sure are going to be legends themselves. <laughs> you know, it's being done with such love and such enthusiasm from everybody. And I think that you'll be able to feel that coming off the screen. It means so much to so many people. You just know what it's going to be like in the cinema. Star Wars is an important part of everyone's history. It's a beautiful thing to actually be involved in it. That was just uh, so much fun to watch. Just again, <laughs> I just uh, I'm so dying for this movie, and you know, there's, there's so much everyone's hoping for for it to be everything we want it to be, and and, and just go in and enjoy it. I I, I just uh, have such a good feeling from what we're seeing and what they're doing. I mean, how could it anything it be anything but you know fantastic? So. Uh, it uh, and, and all the actors just seem so, just like they're just so excited to be part of it. It's it's just great. It really is, and uh, you know something we never thought we'd ever see again: uh, a Star Wars movie, a Star Wars movie that included the original cast uh, of the original trilogy, and just unbelievable really we're just in a, a wonderful uh, time to be a geek isn't it yes okay so shifting gears a little bit uh the you know probably one of the other biggies that came out uh from comic-con was of course the superman batman batman versus superman is it superman versus batman batman versus superman what is it v superman whatever uh so this movie they've uh, We've not seen much from, uh, and, and you know, I have to say, just like J.J. Abrams, Zack Snyder, I think, is is doing the right thing here. And there's not been, you know, there's been some little teases and stuff. And we've been sort of, they've sort of shared the storyline. So, in essence, it seems that what is going on here is, you know, the whole, the happened with the Man of Steel movie, for those that saw the movie and those that know... You know, basically, you know, Superman with his fighting with with the the supervillain Zod and the rest. I mean, the the city got trashed. You know, it's just it just buildings down. I mean, it's just a mess. So the that the it appears and probably seems like there is probably quite a few people now. You know, of course, you know that would have died in all of that and everything. And you know, even though Superman was trying to save and stop, you know the other Kryptonians, he, you know, led to a, a, a problem. And there's always been an ongoing, you know, in comics that I've, uh, that I've read, there's always been an ongoing kind of theme of, well, you know, you, for every Batman, you have to have a Joker. For Superman, you have a Zod or a Lex Luthor. So that basically that do the heroes almost sort of create some of the problems in a way. You know, you have... I mean, although, you know, you can say that, well, if you let the bad guys just do what the bad guys want to do, then in, then there'd be, you know, people would be enslaved by other Kryptonians, bad ones, or, or you know, that uh, a Joker would just, you know, go on a crime spree and kill a bunch of people and rob banks or whatever, you know. But so there have been th sort of ongoing themes in, in comics. Occasionally it pops up where, well, who's going to pay for all this destruction, and who's going to take care of it, and 
and maybe you know you need to like you know have these fights like out in like the country uh that was one thing that i kind of i mean i think there were a couple of times in man of steel where he's trying to like pull him out into the away from the city pull out pull zod out there but but zod kept wanting to actually cause wreak havoc and and that was even back in the original christopher reeve movies with superman 2 you know where they were using the the victims around uh, the city around Metropolis to to mess with Superman to basically put him off guard. Like there's a, there's a line in that movie where Zod says, you know, he cares for these people. So they like to try to mess things up in places where people could get hurt. So back to this Superman Batman thing, uh, it appears that basically Bruce Wayne is there when all this destruction is going on in this trailer that they released at Comic Con. He's in he's in Metropolis. There's there's a connection to Wayne Industries there, and he he's in this mess of and and it looks like the movie must probably starts off where the end of Man of Steel is happening, where you know the buildings are falling down, and there's a scene in the in the trailer where where Bruce is racing Ben Affleck's uh, playing Bruce Wayne slash Batman. He's racing to kind of like hopefully try to help or save people because that's his natural instinct, and and so. It, what what ends up happening is a sort of debate about whether Superman's a force for good or evil. Is he dangerous or whatever? He's got all this power, and and Batman's concerned that you know Pat, Batman's the ultimate like he doesn't trust anything or anyone. He's been hurt. He's been you know he, he, his whole life has been one of kind of disappointments and things. So he, he he basically does not believe that anyone with that much power can just like not use it to sort of do bad things or take over or whatever so it appears that because of the destruction of metropolis there and 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 just batman's instinct is well i better stop this guy i gotta figure out you know what i can do here so that's sort of a theme of the movie and people's distrust is this guy like more or less a a god to them or is he a, a you know somebody they should be worried about which is they've done that in Superman comics before, and I like it's an okay, it's a it's a good concept, a good idea for the film, and uh, I just hope it doesn't go overboard. I mean, I kind of like uh, part of me, and it looks like in the trailer there are some people that are sort of behind Superman and, and okay with it, and others that are not. Uh, so, um, but uh, so that's the trailer that that's what they showed, and, and there's other stuff in there too, and I think there's a lot of visual also, just like in the Star Wars thing rather than dialogue, although there's some of that. But I'm going to play it for you anyway here in a moment. And uh, I'm pretty excited by this. You know, I was not a big fan of Man of Steel. I felt it was a little too dark and grim. It's not kind of the Superman character. Uh, I want to see a little bit more Clark Kent. I want them to kind of lighten it up just a little little bit. Uh, I know that's the common way of doing things these days, making, you know, heroes a lot more grim and dark. And and, but Superman's you got to be careful with that, in my opinion. Uh, he's he's he has to still be a little bit of a boy scout and a little bit of a a goody two shoes and to a degree to a degree but uh yeah i have to say after seeing this i'm pretty excited uh, i'm very excited by ben affleck as batman uh it was announced too that he's going to be writing directing i think direct yeah directing writing and being of course in the movie a solo batman batman film that will be out at some point in a few years after uh this movie comes out of course dc uh comics and the movie end of it has got a whole slate of movies coming you know a wonder woman movie a batman now movie i'm sure we'll get another superman movie at some point i don't think that's been announced we're getting justice league uh and there's a little bit of aquaman in this movie i guess 
Although I don't think he shows up in the trailer anywhere. Wonder Woman does, of course. That's a little... I'm still a little unsure about that actress for Wonder Woman, but we'll see. She 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 looks the part pretty well now, although I still, I still say she's just way too model thin to be Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman needs to be a little bit bigger and a little bit more muscular to me, just a little. But in the movie, maybe it would look okay. We'll see. Uh, but any, without, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, Rico, need more sleep. Without any further ado, though, here's the Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice Comic-Con trailer. Today is a day for truth. The world needs to know what happened and to know what he stands for. That kind of power is very dangerous. Let the record show that this committee holds him responsible. That's how it starts. The fever. The rage that turns good men. Cruel. This bat vigilante is like a one-man reign of terror. You don't get to decide what the right thing is. Nobody cares about Clark Kent taking on the Batman. This means something. It's all some people have. It's all that gives them hope. People hate what they don't understand. Be their hero, Clark. Be their angel. Be their monument. Be anything they need you to be. Or be none of it. You don't owe this world a thing. You never did. Do you know the oldest lie in America, Senator? The devils don't come from hell beneath us. They come from the sky. 20 years in Gotham, how many good guys are left? How many stayed that way? He has the power to wipe out the entire human race.
Yeah, so like I said, I'm, I'm really pretty excited by this. I'm a, I'm a big Marvel fan. I've been a fan of the films, the the comics. Uh, the comics has always been my have always been my preferred comics over the over DC. But uh, DC has been doing some interesting things uh, over the years. Uh, I, you know, I, I read Batman regularly. I read sometimes Superman. So this this movie trailer looks pretty interesting. I have to say, there's a lot of stuff and and the thing. What, what I was noticing this time watching it is I only think I watched it once before my trip. So I, I definitely picked up some things in the trailer here that I didn't notice the first quick time I, I saw it uh, before I was gone. It just, there's a lot in there. There's really a lot of things in there that they kind of reveal. There's a lot of stuff going on with it looks like Batman and and that whole thing, which is interesting. It's almost like you get a vibe a little bit when you watch this um that Batman has has either changed his his tactics, or he was gone for a while. And now he's back. It's almost like he's sort of doing. He's he's. Oh, there's something different about her. Maybe Metropolis. Maybe he he instead of. Uh, maybe what's going on is instead of just working in Gotham City, maybe he comes to sort of work in Metropolis. And and uh, yeah, it's really interesting at the beginning there with the fight going on and, and Bruce running and towards this collapsing building, which it, it appears to be some Wayne Enterprises building. And he's kind of comforting this little girl, which is very parallel to, of course, what happened to him as a boy when his parents were killed, you know, by that by the gunman guy in the, in the back alley. And, you know, uh, for him to have a little kid lose their parents would be the, the ultimate of you know, would just cut so deep for him that it's, it's good. I, 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 I am very, you know, cautiously optimistic, like people like to say these days with the films and, and get behind them. And, 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 and but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's got nowhere to go, but up, you know, in a, in a way, I mean, they've had some pretty successful Batman movies, uh, but Man of Steel did not, uh, you know, go a huge box office like they had hoped. So I, I think this movie, with throwing pretty much everything in it but the kitchen sink, it appears, rather than just doing another Superman movie or a solo new Batman film, it seemed like a weird approach to do with what they're doing. But I am being convinced because maybe it was the right way to do it. Maybe it was a good idea to bring the next Superman movie to bring Batman into it. And I was reading a, an article in Entertainment Weekly about that, you know, that they were tossing around... Uh, ideas for another Superman film and someone I don't know who the people working out of the writers or whatever came up with the idea and said something like well why don't we bring you know why don't we bring Batman into the movie and have Batman Superman meet up you know of course um, it's been done in comics you know uh, quite a few times uh, and uh, the Dark Knight Returns the the classic uh, Frank Miller work uh, a must-read for any comic fan is, is the ultimate, you know, the, an older, older Batman confronting and fighting Superman, and a slightly older Superman. You know, he doesn't quite uh, doesn't quite age like the rest. But yeah, this looks good. I'm excited, uh, and and go DC. I mean, I I'm all for great great movies on both Marvel and DC fronts. So it's just uh, again a great time to like this stuff. All right, another one that. The story with this that I think happened was at least what I heard, and again I was I was away, so I missed some a, a few little things. But there's another DC film, uh, uh, this time a kind of a group film called Suicide Squad, and I think what I had heard is the trailer leaked, uh, and then of course when that happens, uh, well let's put it out officially. Uh, 
And I don't know, I think that's what I had heard. And did it really leak? Did they sort of pretend it leaked? And then they said, all right, well, we'll show you the trailer now. So this one's about three minutes long. Suicide Squad's, it's it's sort of a weird property in a way because it's not it's not a huge DC property by any means. And it involves some very secondary, you know, characters somewhat. Uh, but Batman turns up in here. There's a new Joker played by Jared Leto. Uh, Will Smith is in this movie. And, and it's very, very uh, a different kind of movie. Ultimately, and really what you've got going on in this is they try to, and they've done this on the Flash television show. Sorry, not the Flash. I'm sorry, Arrow. Again, jet lag. Pardon me. Uh, but uh, where you have villains, basically uh, bad guys, where they sort of recruit them to to sort of work on the side of good, you know, to, to be heroes in a way. Uh, the um, that's been a, that's an ongoing theme in comics, off and on. You know, where you have heroes or villains sort of becoming heroes, maybe heroes even becoming villains. Although they, the one they really like to do mostly is taking. Uh, bad guys, villains, and trying to you know turn them back to the good side, find out, find some way to to make them into better people or better, better, um, uh, you know, better for society or whatever you want to say. So, so we got Suicide Squad. I am going to play this for you again. Trailers are always, and some of these clips are always tricky. There's much more going on in it that you hear than you than you hear in the audio portion. But uh, if you have any interest, obviously just pop over on YouTube and you can check all these things that I'm playing for you out. So here's Suicide Squad, the quote unquote Comic Con trailer. It's taken some work, but I finally have them. The worst of the worst. Let's just say I put him in the hole and threw away the hole. There's rumors, Amanda, that some of them have abilities. Oh, yeah. I have seen things. Maybe Superman was some kind of beacon for them to creep back from the shadows. I want to assemble a task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control them? Because getting people to act against their own self-interest is what I do for a living.
Yeah, so that uh, that looks really good. Of course, we've got uh, a pretty cool cast here. Uh, we have uh, Will Smith is Deadshot, Floyd Lawton, uh, Ben Affleck is going to be in it as Bruce Wayne, Batman again. Uh, we got Margot Robbie as, of course, the fan favorite Harley Quinn character. Uh, hopefully, she'll pull that off. That's a tricky character to do, I think. But I, I I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Captain Boomerang, uh, Jay Courtney, uh, Scott Eastwood's in this. I'm not sure what role he's playing. I'm looking at IMDb right now. Viola Davis is Amanda Waller, of course, the one that puts the Suicide Squad together. We have El Diablo, Jay Hernandez, uh, and we have Slipknot, Adam Beach. We've got Killer Croc is in this, uh, and it's just a, a, a you know great uh, mix and of course i think i said already did i say jared leto as the joker who looks like he's managing to pull it off i'm not sure such a such a tough one uh enchantress is in this uh, anyway i've i followed these these characters a little bit uh but not a lot so this will be somewhat new to me i mean i know the basic premise and story and things like that but uh and the idea that you can control crazy wacky criminals like this and send them off on missions is <laughs> just like really people really i i i just i, I don't like uh do they really think that's gonna work <laughs> i'm like anyway uh it, it's exciting i'm mostly covering and talking about um movies that we're getting in the next year or two year ish but there are of course a lot of things that came out of uh the, uh, the Comic Con for television as well. There was a, there's a neat little flash, uh, the TV show uh, Comic Con trailer, which probably about two thirds of it or show is sort of a recap of season one. So don't watch it if you haven't seen season one. And then there's a neat little thing they do at the end of it uh, about season two, just without showing you too much, just kind of a, a preview of some of the things going on and, and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, check. Uh, check that out when you can a lot of other tv stuff speaking of that uh one of the last ones i'm going to play for you oh two other things i wanted to mention before we get to that uh, about um there were two two trailers that did not get shown but there's some bootleg stuff around there's x-men age of apocalypse uh that comes out next spring i think in the in may which appears to be going to be a great great movie uh i've i've very much enjoyed i actually just watched rogue cut the the x-men uh re reimagining of last it was last summer's movie uh which they threw rogue uh, more footage with rogue and some things going on in that uh for the last film but the the age of apocalypse x-men movie the latest one from brian singer comes out next year which combines all these casts again looks looks like a lot of fun and uh 
really looking forward to uh, Olivia Munn as Psylocke. Uh, she's uh, there's a cover for the next Entertainment Weekly with her on on the cover, and uh, she looks like she's been training. There was some video online about it, and that's a, that's a very uh, cool character. And they think I think they did a good job. It looks like with that, but that trailer didn't get officially released, and you know these bootlegs. <laughs> Why don't they just release the trailers? I mean, I know they have their plans, but uh, if I was making a movie and I had a nice trailer like that, I'd show it at Comic-Con. I mean, why not? Uh, I know we're a year away from it, so maybe it seems a little early to show it. But these movies, it takes so long to make. Uh, they've got the footage. So, And unlike what I was saying earlier, of course, with Star Wars, that's a whole different property, you know, in a way. Uh, and, and they've really kind of kept the Superman and Batman movie under wraps, too, until really this trailer really cemented what we've seen. And the other one that was uh, not officially released is is for Deadpool, the new Deadpool movie that's out in early 2016 with Ryan Reynolds, uh, which looks like a lot of fun. Crazy R-rated, lots of language violence, over the top. You know, he's a very crazy, silly character in a way, but also very, very deadly. So... Um, that, that movie looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, what I wanted to play last one of the, the audio clips, at least I'm going to play, or the trailers that I'm going to play here, is for the Ash vs. the Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell back as Ash. Oh, yeah, come on. This movie looks, or sorry, this television series starts in August or September? Something Sometime this fall. Um, maybe it's as soon as August. No, probably can't be. So that's going to be coming. We got Bruce Campbell back as the cool character of Ash from, you know, he's in Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, and he's looking good, and this looks like it's very much in the in the style and the vein of that, those movies. So uh, check this out, and then I'll be back, and we'll kind of wrap things up for today. My uncle is a shaman. When I was a kid, he would say, evil is always waiting in the shadows. And only one man would rise to stand against it. Yeah, looking good. Looking sweet. Uh-huh. What the hell? Pablo, I'm going to tell you something I've never told anyone. 30 years ago, my friends and I spent the night at a cabin. We found the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the Book of the Dead. Certain passages were recited. It awoke something in the woods. Something evil. I was the only one to escape, but now the evil has found me. First thing I gotta do is see a guy about a book. There must be some spell I can say to undo all this. The other first thing I gotta do is some cardio, because my heart is jackhammering like a quarterback on prom night. Here's the plan. We bust in there fight through the carnage, let the boomstick do the talking, things get hairy, use your bottle. Um, I don't think it's a very good weapon, Hefe. You had to stab like 50 times. 
I was sharpening it for you. Now, come on. You ready? I'm ready. Counselor, but if it's any consolation, you're kind of like a young me. That ice ruined your life, and you're hot as hell. You know they were Jewish, right? I I did not. Wish you could have said something before I made those dumb crosses, but okay. Yeah, Ash, let's tango. <laughs> it uh, it looks great. It does start on uh, it starts on Halloween. It starts on October 31st, which is a perfect night for it although i'll be in austin and comic con and uh austin texas with the, the anomaly uh friends down there having a good old time again this year for for halloween weekend so i'll have to watch it when i get back but yeah it looks great uh bruce campbell just you know he's just such a fun actor fun guy it seems uh, that i'm really looking forward to that and i i did just also uh, watch uh while i had that paused i watched uh a somewhat watchable Deadpool trailer. If you search for somewhat watchable Deadpool trailer on, on YouTube, you can kind of, it, it is exactly that. It's somewhat watchable. Uh, but man, this movie is going to be over the top and, uh, which is probably what, uh, which is probably what it needs to be, I think for the character. And, uh, it looks pretty cool. looks pretty exciting and should be fun. So yeah, tons of stuff coming. I, I was going to play there was a Doctor Who, a little teaser trailer that came out, not very long, but there's not a lot of dialogue in it at all. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, Doctor Who starts in September. Just fantastic things. Uh, great Comic Con this year. Tons of announcements. Probably one of the biggest to me of big stuff coming. Uh, a lot of times these these um, by the time it gets to Comic Con, they've they've sort of let a lot of this stuff already out. But it seems to me that there was uh, they really wanted to have these trailers and things show up and come out at Comic-Con, and I, I, I like that. I, I think that's cool for the fans. Although I, I have a feeling a lot of people probably, that even that went to Comic-Con, I know Kenny in California went out there, it was pretty nutsy, lots of people, and it's very hard to get into some of these panels uh, for these talks with these uh, actors and celebrities for the, for the different uh, movies. I think a lot of them probably just were watching these trailers while at Comic-Con on their smartphones if they could get a good signal. Yeah, really exciting. Very, very happy to uh, to talk about it. I thought it was a fun thing to, to do for this week with me being out of town and a little bit raggedy. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I think I don't think I'm even going to really take another short little break. I'll, a couple of little announcements, I guess. Always, uh, again, thanks for listening. You can always email me, treksf at gmail.com. We have a Facebook group. Uh, just go to treksandsci-fi.com. All the main stuff. Still have a forum going. Uh, and uh, again, Facebook group, which is pretty active, so just search for Treks and Sci-Fi there. You can also see some Vimeo uh, videos uh, that I've made, music videos and things, and convention stuff over at Vimeo, V-I-M-E-O.com forward slash Treks in Sci-Fi. 
And one last thing, also visit, please, patreon.com forward slash treks in sci-fi. Patreon is the uh, fundraising uh, site that I'm using now to uh, expand the uh, the little uh, set for for the show with some new monitors and displays. Well, all the info is up there at patreon.com. If you can just contribute a, a couple of dollars a month, if you enjoy the show, that helps pay for the what I'm planning to build and as well as um, different costs associated with doing the podcast, web hosting stuff and things. So, um, you know, just dollar or two a month is hopefully not too far or too much for anyone to afford, but it goes a long way when you get enough people and listeners doing that. So that's about it. I'll be back actually next week uh, since this week was supposed to be a guest spot, but I'll also be back next week. And next week uh, I'm going to be covering, let's see, I think it's a Voyager episode. Yes, the Voyager episode, Imperfection, is what it's called. So that'll be next week on Treks in Sci-Fi. So everyone, again, thanks so much for listening. Uh, good to be home and, and back in the in the geeky geek saddle. Oh, one last thing about my trip to Germany. Uh, the people that I was over there, Tom and, Thomas and his friends, they're all super into all this stuff, too. I think I've told that story before. But uh, one of the times I first met Thomas in, in China... I think I'd met him before that, yeah, when he came over to the States. But uh, I learned that he's a big, big geek. He does costuming, and he hasn't been to very many conventions because they don't have as many out over in Germany. Uh, but uh, And his friends are as well. They really enjoy British humor too, things like Monty Python. So uh, a lot of things in common with those people. Uh, those people, again, I, I don't mean that in any weird way. Just the, my, my friends in Germany, we'll call it. Okay, again, thanks for listening, folks. And I'll talk to you again soon. Hey, have a great week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. Your weekly dose of geeky goodness and sci-fi entertainment news. This podcast copyright 2008. Rico Dawson.